The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Child Free. I'm Cody Hetzel. I'll be one of your moderators. Hi, I'm Lenora Fay. I am also one of your moderators for today's panel. You cut out, so I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, no. Well, welcome to Defining Child Free. I'm Cody Hetzel. I'll be one of your moderators. <laughs> and I am Lenora Fay. I will also be one of your moderators. It's early. All right, let's get the kinks out of the way. Um, first, thank you to our sponsors, presenting sponsor Child Free Media, champion level sponsor Child Free Well and other sponsors, 365 Diversity, Best Child Free Life Possible, found on Facebook. Buy Child Free, Buy Child Free, Child Free Family, Child Free Journals, StopHavingKids.org, StreamYard, and the books The Age of the Child by Chris Tetsi and Wild Egg by Jennifer Flint. And our disclaimer, the opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the event or its affiliates. So with that, we will get our speakers on yeah. stage, please. Isabel. Hello. Ray. Hi, hi, Jamie. Hi. Lily. Hi. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Hi. Hello. So let's just dive in with the easy stuff. Tell us about yourself, Isabel. Kick it off. Hi, everyone. Well, my name is Isabel, and I am the founder of the Uprising Spark. Uh, I am the childhood friend you didn't know you needed but you do actually, <laughs> you know, you want it, but you need, um, I organize trips uh, for childhood people. I'm a childhood coach uh, and I'm also part of the Childhood Girls podcast with Lenora and Kristen Fetzi. Awesome. Lily. Hi, I'm Lily Rotelin. I'm a singer songwriter based in New York City. And um, I have a song out called uh, Child Free. It is our anthem. I hope for everybody that's child free. And um, uh, some of my music has been on TV and film, and I've been featured in the New York Times recently. So a lot of fun and exciting stuff. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Jamie. Oh, hello. Um, I'm Jamie Mays. I'm uh, 31 years old and I live in Austin, Texas. I work in the criminal justice field that allows me to travel throughout the state, which is might as well be as big, big as the country. And when I'm not working, I'm a mother to up to a thousand exotic fruit trees, seedlings and cacti, especially dragon fruits. So that's that's my passion is is growing exotic fruit trees and, and, and uh, tending to animals and I also play um, Irish music and dance almost every week, and I attend various Irish events throughout Texas. So I'm always, I'm always there. <laughs> very, very cool. Uh, Ray. Hey, I'm Ray Lofton. Um, well, today's my birthday, so happy birthday! Oh, happy birthday. oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm one of the co-founders of Polyam Lovestyle on Clubhouse. So I do a lot of polyamorous education. Um, I've also been in the social services field for like the last seven, eight years or so. Um, and I'm a writer. I published my first short story a few months ago. So it's also very exciting. Very cool. All and right. we have one. Okay, I was going to say <laughs> our <laughs> final speaker. 
Tara. Hi, Tara. Hey, how are you? We're great. All right. So we're introducing ourselves. Please introduce yourself and then we'll go into the questions. Awesome. I am Tara Chantel. I'm a self-love advocate and I'm a spiritual activist and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Happy to have you. All right. So the first question, why do we need to define ourselves as child-free? So we will start with Isabel. Isabel, go ahead. I believe that we need to define ourselves as child-free to find other child-free people. I guess it's um, it's to find community, it's to connect with people that, you know, we have that in common, especially because I guess most of us have friends who have children and it's not impossible, but it's very challenging to continue with those friendships. And um, and I think our community needs to be stronger. So I think it's um, that's the main reason. Thank you. Right, Lily, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I think um, I'd see that as an opportunity for us uh, to speak up about our freedom and to be proud of who we are because very often we get the reaction when we say that we don't have children. It's either a pity reaction like, oh, I'm so sorry, or it's, uh, oh, why? You'll just regret it. And that is just never the case. And it's really important that we show the world that we're very happy and proud to be child-free. Absolutely. Jamie, go ahead. Um, it's important to define child-free to have a you know clear and consistent definition that everybody can use and everybody can you know apply to themselves because if we don't, it's up for misunderstanding, misinterpretation, and potential abuse. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, no, definitely we need to make a distinction between the conscious choice to not have kids or other circumstances on why one cannot have kids. And we also need to define what child-free isn't. Um, it's not, oh, I don't want to have kids now, but I want them in the future. Or, hey, when I was your age, I said I didn't want to have kids, but now I have have them. It's not that. It's not, oh, we're, oh, we're having a date night or a night out without the kids or sending the kids to relatives on the weekends. No, you're still a parent. <laughs> um, it's not, I'm child-free because my my kids don't live with me, or I'm child-free because my kids are grown and out the house. <laughs> um, no empty nesters; they they might come back to the house. And um, and, and it also, you know, definitely child-free includes people that are not trying to, actively trying to have kids. So, you know, clear definition, definitely defining what it's not, and just making it known that hey, this is what we mean when we say child-free. I sense that this panel could go into a debate for three hours just based on what you just said. <laughs> All right, Ray, go ahead. Um, I agree with what Isabel was saying that it's important to define ourselves so that we can find our community, um, but also because you never know who might be struggling with the same sentiments of like what to do. And I think it's important to put multiple faces to a community from all different age ranges, backgrounds to see how fulfilling it is in the different stages of being child-free, especially because there's always those external pressures. Thank you, Ray. Tara, go ahead. Yes, I think we should redefine child-free because it's so important to shift the paradigm. Most people are going down this unconscious road, not understanding that they have a choice. They have a choice to live for themselves. They have a choice to 
live out their dreams. They have a choice to choose themselves. And I think it's the audacity. You have to be bold and have the courage to do whatever you want with this life. It's no certain pathway we should all just follow like some sheeps. We should really think for ourselves. And it's just showing people to really just wake up and really start thinking for yourself. Is it really a logical decision for you? Do you, Can you actually handle this type of responsibility? Are you just going to put on your traumas to this kid? So it really calls for a lot of healing that we are choosing to do and actually looking inward instead of pointing out to solve our problems. Thank you, Tara. This has been a great panel to kick off day two, I think. <laughs> it is, and, and I wore this shirt specifically like to ask this question, what is your definition of child free? <laughs> And we'll keep the same order we've been going. Isabel, go ahead and kick it off. Oh, man, that's like the hardest question. And this brings me back to many discussions that I've had with a lot of childhood people because there isn't one definition. I think everyone has their own opinion about what child-free is or should be. Um, to me personally, being child-free is deciding not to parent another human being because I hear a lot of pet, like dog moms and cat moms and plant moms, um, but it's, it's parenting another human being. That is like <laughs> the most concise, small definition that I can say, you know, child-based for me. All right, Lily. Yeah, um, I, I would see it as um, the conscious choice and decision to not have children and uh, taking that liberty because we have it. And yeah, I think this is pretty much that. I'll just keep it short. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Short definitions are good. Uh, Jamie. <laughs> all right. Um, to me, uh, yeah, child-free is not as, as, as uh, she mentioned, um, not wanting, having, or being responsible for children in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it was a you know, conscious decision, self-aware decision, you know, well-thought-out decision to not have kids. Um, you know, each of us have our own reasons, and we definitely don't need to share them to anybody, but they may be similar between other child-free people. Oh, you know, I have, don't want to have kids because, you know, straight up don't want to. It could be as simple as that, and other reasons, reasons as well. And also, um, I guess me being child-free by choice, I never attempted to have kids, which is um, something that my like my doctor asked me because I was in the sterilization panel yesterday, and that was one question that I was asked, like, "Have you ever tried to have kids?" Like, no, I never actually thought about that. But you know, I've never. That's part of my conscious choice, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much not being responsible for for human children. All right, Ray. Hey, so um, to me, child-free means someone who does not have any children biologically through marriage, foster care adoption, um, or anything like that by circumstance or by choice. Like I said, I did struggle to figure out like the difference between childless and child-free for a lot of nights, but I, I settled there for the most part. That's what it means to me. All right, and Tara. Uh -oh. oh, we've got you muted. Tara, you're muted. Okay, thank they you. Are. 
Thank you. Child free to me means living on your own own terms. Child free means to me living a life that is carefree. No worries. You're not being an authority figure to other people. You're truly deciding to live life on your own terms. And I think it's truly peaceful when you're choosing to live a soft life on your own terms. Yeah, I think it was a great question to ask everybody because we got five similar yet different answers at the same time and it just kind of shows how how malleable the term is currently and how we're, we're trying to find uh, maybe something that is agreeable for for the majority I don't know <laughs> so so let's talk about the gray areas of the definition so what are your thoughts on something like you know dating someone who has children or if you're or the step parent role or giving up a child for adoption is that considered child free like you know this this is a conversation that never ends <laughs> some of us we, we've already participated in a similar conversation but please share your thoughts on the grave slash fringe areas of the definition based on your opinion isabel we'll start with you well you know, this this has evolved for me. I guess uh, at the beginning when I first discovered and I embraced the chocolate lifestyle, I was very like, no children at all. Uh, but now I think because, you know, based on the definition that child free is for me, which is, you know, not being, not raising children. So it's not being responsible for children financially, emotionally. Um, I think that gray areas, I mean, I know people who are child-free who have married or are in relationships with other people who have children from previous marriages and they're maybe teenagers or they're already grown-ups. And so I think that if you don't have to play a part of that responsibility, emotional or financial responsibility, and you can be like the cool aunt in a way by being the, the parent's partner, you can still be child-free. I also think that somebody who has a child because they don't believe in, I mean, I'm pro-choice, but I understand that there are women, I'm sorry, because I'm pro-choice, I understand that there are women who don't want to get abortions and that's totally respectable too. And there's also people who have decided not to have an abortion for whatever reason and then give up, I mean, place that child in, in adoption and they're child-free as well because they don't have any responsibility over that child. So that's my personal opinion, I guess. Um, and it's definitely evolved. Thank you, Isabel. Lily, go ahead. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Isabel has said. Um, what I would add is, um, I think there's two questions in your question, Lenora. Um, I think that um, dating someone with a kid or step parenting is is just like parenting. You know, if you do have a role, like if it's a small child and, and then they're going to call you mom or dad, right, or anything else. And uh, this is like pretty much like having a child. So I don't think that's child-free. On the other hand, um, also don't think like in the case of uh, people that originally wanted to have children, but then they decided to not have children, or um, if a woman has decided to carry the pregnancy and then give the child for adoption. Um, I think you don't have to be child-free since forever. I think it can just happen. Uh, in those circumstances, it's not something that you know, for me, you know, it's been like since I'm 15 and forever, and you like, you know, since uh, I was very young. But um, 
some some women and you know and men um they might um yeah they might think they're not going to be child free and then and then they will be child free or they will you know give a child for adoption so i think these are my thoughts thank you lily jamie go ahead um yeah uh, so it's for the for the most part yeah it's similar with um dating dating somebody with kids step parent of uh, your you know, the person's choosing to be responsible for somebody else's kids, yeah, even though they may not have kids of their own, which is the similarity between, you know, child-free people, they're they're choosing to be responsible for another another human. So to me, that doesn't quite count as child-free because most child-free people don't want to be responsible to human children at all. And, you know, you know, if you're Going to get involved with somebody else's children, uh, children, you might have to be involved with the other parent, uh, family dynamics. You know, have to go to, have to uh, go by that family schedule, and usually doesn't matter if it's casual or going to be serious. Uh, that person is going to be responsible for for other people's children, uh, uh, and giving your kid up for adoption. I think that's a slippery slope because um, technically the person had a, had a kid, something that you know most child-free people don't want, you know, don't want to have a kid. But yet, uh, I think Lily mentioned, yeah, you're not responsible for a kid, so it's like uh, there's like there's two parts of the situation that might cover the child-free definition, but it to me it leans not being child-free because although you gave that person up for adoption, you know, there's still somebody out out there in the world that you, you know, gave birth to or created and they may want to be involved again or reach out to you and, you know, for, for whatever reason they wanted, you know, know who their family was, you know, medical records or whatever the situation, uh, you know, whether, and then whether the, the, person who adopted the child out will be involved or not is kind of irrelevant, but um, I I don't really consider that as child-free because they still technically had a kid, even though they're not responsible for one, but that child may want to reconnect with you in the future and, you know, that person, that the adopter is going to be involved with that, with that person again. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, Ray, go ahead. Yeah, so I think it's a blurred line. When it comes to dating, maybe in the short term, I think you can get away with it. Um, but if you're talking long-term relationships, commitments, a marriage or something of that extent, you're going to slide into a co-parenting role. And therefore, for me, you lose your child-free status. Um, if we're talking like a person who had a child and put them up for adoption. I think where I fall on that is that they're not child-free, but they're childless. Um, but nobody knows that unless you tell them. So, you know, depends on how much you want to disclose. Me personally, I don't, I don't date people <laughs> with children anymore um, because if I want to live my life, it doesn't align. And I don't want the responsibility, even emotionally or anything, to even be a fun aunt. So I just think it's a blurred line. And if we're talking short term, it works. But if we're talking long term, it doesn't. Thank you, Ray. All right, Tara, go ahead. Ray, you 
You have hit it on the head, sis. I do not date no one with kids, no baby <laughs> daddies this way. No, no, no. They bring too much problems, too much drama onto our lives because I'm really big on women empowerment. And I know women just doesn't just have a baby unconsciously with people that they don't see a family with. So I would encourage men to stay with their women that they had a child with because that's nothing light. That's nothing to play with. You can really die giving childbirth. So I really encourage a family unit to stay together. So I'm that's off limits for me. And I really believe that it takes a village to actually guide children here. So everyone should not just be a parent. Everyone's not fit and built mentally to even have that load in. So I think some people have to be selfless and not conceive children and be like, you know what, I'm just going to help you with this child, whatever may you need. And I feel like as being a single woman, I get pulled left and right in all different directions. I think it's harder to be single because you have so many people needing your help and wanting you around. So someone has to really be selfless and be a service to someone. Thank you, Tara. So I guess we have a few comments <laughs> on I, this topic from the audience. Uh, yeah, I'm purposefully not looking at the comment section just to- I, I, I'm dying to look at I've the got, comments. I've got so much faith in, in its viewers for giving us their opinion on this as well. So uh, Child for Millennial, being a stepmom would not sit well with me because it, uh, it feels like a responsibility you'd be forced to fill because of the person you're with. No thanks. Thanks for that All comment. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll go. Is there questions uh, in the audience? Otherwise, I guess we have time for some comments. Yeah, we, and can, then yeah, if, we, can, we can keep going. Otherwise. If any of the panelists want to comment on the comments, yeah. please feel free. So, all right, director, bring them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's important to define child-free because not everyone knows about this lifestyle, especially in the culture I'm raised in, where having a kid is the norm. It's liberating to find other child-free people. I think that's something Very we true. all we can agree on, you know, yeah. and, and and with yeah. and you know, all of you here, all of us here on this screen are vocally child-free people. Like we're we're public about it to some extent, but we're we're vocal. And you know, we have all benefited in some way. You know, Lily wrote a song, Isabel and I podcast, Ray. I know you like all, all of you, we've we're all here, we're all doing, you know, part of this event. And it's it's a beacon in a way, you know, just like, hey, we're not alone. So um you know that that's that's changed a lot of our lives uh cody you yeah. want to take this one um, this is so is someone who considered themselves child free got pregnant kept the pregnancy to term and gave birth but gave the child up for adoption still child free who wants to answer that question i'll go um like i stated earlier to me that's a childless person um and I, and I simply say it that way because you did have a tiny human. And, you know, even though you are no longer parenting it and you have no attachments to it, you do. Like, you know, if they want to look in the records, if they want to find there, you have a person who's biologically connected to you. Um, so you're just, to me, you're childless. It, it's just not around you. You know, it's, it's not a part of your everyday life. But I personally would not call you child free, just childless. I think that the, everyone's definition, it, it depends on what your child-free spirit animal is. Is your spirit animal um, time, travel, the environment, 
um, just to, to not have to have that responsibility of, of raising another sentient being. So that I think kind of skews everyone's opinion. That's why it's so varied. That's why this is such a great topic to have, to hear everyone's opinions. And just to show that even though we're all in the same boat, we can still have different opinions, but still get along. Uh, yeah. For the people that say we don't really need a definition, we don't. I don't want to be defined by a label. Um, as was said earlier, well, how else are you going to find other people that are like you if we don't have a term for what our lifestyle is? Does anyone else want to answer that question? Yeah, yeah I wanna, oh, sorry, I want to say I disagree with Ray. Um, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. No, that's, I know, I know, but I mean, because I think I mean we all have very strong feelings about many things, you know, because of the way we were raised, because of the culture we were raised in, because there's so many factors that come into play. And I believe that some people who uh, have the capacity to birth other humans, some of them don't even want to think about abortion and that's okay. But if you are child-free and for some reason, because it happens, I mean, shit happens, get pregnant and, and you honestly don't want to have an abortion. It's also your choice. It's your body. So birthing the kid and then saying, well, I don't want this responsibility and then placing it for, up for adoption. That, that doesn't make you for me. It doesn't make you any less child free. Uh, even if the kid comes back later looking for you, you know, because this is something that Jamie also mentioned. Um, you don't have any part in raising that child. You don't have any responsibility uh, financial, emotional, in any in any way, you're just hoping for the best for this child. I personally wouldn't place a child for adoption, but that's my opinion, and I think the people would there are people who would disagree with me because they just don't wouldn't abort. They wouldn't have an abortion. Thank you, Isabel. Uh, who who else wanted to answer? I didn't see who else. I I wanted to add something if possible. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I see it a little bit in between Isabel and Ray. Um, I I think um, a woman um, or a man, you know, any an individual, <clears throat> if they wanted to be child free for a portion of their life. So, for example, there was um, they had given up a child for you know for adoption. And one, it doesn't mean that they will reconnect with the the that human for you know until you know the rest of their life. Uh, they could uh, uh, as well, and a lot of people that gave up their kids for adoption did that. You know, they just don't want to connect with them at all. You know, they just refuse any connection, and that's just how it is. They decided to live their life child free without that child, and that's just you know how it is. Um, I so this is one thing, and then I also think that. Uh, if somebody uh, was uh, uh, child-free for 20 years, and then you know, in that's in that uh, situation, if then they wanted to reconnect with the, with the individual once they're an adult, there's no more responsibility there. They just want to have that connection with that adult uh, child. I I I don't see it as something that's really has to be. Um, in the box and like really, really strict on some things. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be really polarized. And and it, and the same same thing if if a woman uh, or a man, you know, um, they don't want to have children for and they live the child for life for thirty years, and then they actually really want to have a child. You know, I'm I just see that you know why not? So that's that's just their. It's not my choice, absolutely not. But it's their uh, choice to uh, to decide. 
Yeah, I think we might have one more question from the audience we'll try to get to here. Uh, so question, I've had multiple parents tell me they have a child-free quote-unquote mindset, but they just mean they do self-care. Uh, why do you think our community is simply perceived as people who don't self-care? Who do self-care? Okay. Who do self-care, sorry. People who do self-care. Because we do. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not having kids is our self-care. And we, you know, we, we like like me, I've always known I didn't want to have kids. I never, never had, like, I've seen a child, I've seen a baby. I never had the urge to want that. And, and to know that, hey, I am not interested, do not have the capabilities to have, to raise a child, you know, having it is one thing, but people, you know, when you're going to have a baby, no, you need to think about actually raising that child. It's only a baby for a year. And I have no interest or, or desire to do that. And, and having that conscious thought is self-care because I am preventing you know, stress and, and anxiety and, and, you know, frustration. If I didn't listen to myself and have a kid that, you know, I'm, I'm having trouble raising and, and not, you know, not interested in, in being involved. So, you know, being child-free is, is self-care because you're doing something to, you know, you're better, you know, better yourself, you're listening to yourself and you know what you want and don't want in life. Yes. So with that, we're going to wrap the panel up. If there's anything that you would like to plug, promote, let people know how they can reach out to you after the convention for maybe follow-up questions, feel free to share that now. We'll start with uh, Isabel. Well, you can find me uh, on Instagram mainly at The Uprising Spark. Um, I organize trips for child-free women and I'm organizing a trip for child-free people, just women, men, non-binary child-free folk this October, and it's actually going to be announced uh, this Monday, well, tomorrow. Oh, so... finally, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, because Lenora is actually coming with us. So uh, stay tuned, uh, join my uh, mailing list so you can find get all the details first. And uh, thank you for watching. All right, Lily. All right, uh, you all can find my music on all music platforms and my song Child Free is out everywhere as well and on YouTube. Uh, there is a, a, a video with it and there's lots of interesting comments, some good ones, some bad ones. Feel free to do answer to them. But uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Lily Rotalin, L-I-L-I-R-O-Q-U-E-L-I-N and all other social media. So just uh, come by and say hello. All right. Thank you. And Jamie. All right. So um, y'all can uh, you know, follow me uh, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I have a channel called Shamrock Girl World, and it's all about uh, exotic fruit trees, um, how to grow them from seeds, because I do have a lot from seeds, and um, uh, fruit tree gu uh, fruit fruit guides. So that's, that's my world there. And then uh, Instagram has occasional Irish music and dance in there. So if you're interested in that and learning more about, you know, growing fruit trees and growing your own, you know, fruit forest, because that's essentially what I have, uh, you can definitely follow me at uh, Shamrock Girl World on both primarily um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Instagram and YouTube. All right. Thank you. And Ray. Hey, you can find me on Clubhouse at Polyam Love Style. Um, do lots of education on that platform. You can also find my first published self book. 
my first self-published book <laughs> on Instagram at the right hemisphere. So right as in W-R-I-T-E hemisphere. All right. And Tara. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity, this platform. It's amazing. It's so liberating and we are extremely thankful. And you guys can connect with me on all platforms, Tara Chantel, T-E-R-A-C-H-A-N-T-E-L-L-E. And I would love to see you guys on the other side. All right. Thank you so, so much for this conversation. We could have gone for another hour, but we <laughs> we do have to wrap. Um, Rebecca is going to post all of your social media handles in the chat for the live portion. So Rebecca, that's your cue. Uh, again, thank you everyone for contributing to the 2022 Child Free Convention. This thank has you. been the Defining Child Free panel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.